Quick reminder, don't forget you have until November 24th to enter our SparkJoy giveaway. We'll announce our winners during our best of show on December the 1st. Head over to sparkjoypodcast.com forward slash iTunes for instructions on how to leave a star rating and written review for the show. Then send us an email to contact at sparkjoypodcast.com to let us know you've left a review. Be sure to include your iTunes username for a chance to win one of three coveted Kanmari themed prize bundles that will definitely spark joy in celebration of our three-year anniversary. Welcome to Spark Joy, the podcast dedicated to celebrating the Kamari method and the transformative power of surrounding yourself with joy and letting go of all the rest. With your hosts and certified Kamari consultants, Kristen Ivey and Karen Sochi. And now, here's the show. Our guest today is one of my clients. We tidied for 12 hours total over three months, 100% virtually, across a variety of clutter categories. So she's a For the Love of Tidy graduate of Tidy. Today, we will take a deep dive into her Kanmari tidying journey and the impact it's had on her life. Welcome to Spark Joy, Kelly. Thank you. Nice to be here. Before we jump in to discussing your tidying progress, Let's take a step back. Can you remember the first moment when you were introduced to Kanmai or the book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up? What was going on in your life at that time that made you decide to commit to this path? You know, I think I came across The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up book while I was at a bookstore and it just caught my interest. I came home, read the book, and decluttered. I pulled all of my clothes out of my closet and tried to follow a lot of the recommendations for decluttering. I didn't have my mom over (laughs) because that's one thing they say when you're decluttering. Don't have friends or family over, you know, because you end up keeping some of your clutter. You know, it's funny because I actually... I actually even gave the book away. I got really carried away. (laughs) (laughs) What I realized was that, you know, this was a couple of years ago, but I still needed to declutter. There was something that was missing. It wasn't a habit. And so, you know, I always kept that in the back of my mind as a project to get back to, oh, I need to declutter my house. I need to, you know, I have a junk drawer that I need to declutter. So a couple of years later, a couple of things happened. I like room and board furniture. And so they sent out an email featured Kristen Ivy as a featured speaker. She was doing a workshop at one of their newer stores. And so I was super excited and invited a few girlfriends to go with me. And of course, we just really enjoyed listening to Kristen. And she talked quite a bit about tidying. And I I felt motivated. Around that same time, I happened to catch a documentary on Netflix about minimalism. And so in the documentary, there are these two guys who, you know, I kind of felt like I could never do that. (laughs) 
I mean, they don't have much responsibility and they're able to just travel around the world, uh, around the country with a pair of pants and two t-shirts and a, you know, and I thought, man, I could never do that. But I was trying to relate because I've also always been interested in, in minimalism. And there was this one little feature um, that talked about this woman who had a capsule wardrobe. And that really caught my attention. And so the capsule wardrobe, I decided to start off with that. That was manageable for me. And my challenge was, I think in the documentary, she may have challenged herself to only have under 35 items in her closet. And I wasn't certain that I could do that, but I, I went for 40 and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And so that helped me to begin my path to becoming a minimalist. And then hearing Kristen, it just kind of clicked as the natural next step for me. And one of my girlfriends actually won the prize. Kristen gave away a prize there. And the prize was like a, a free tidying consultation or something like that. And I was thinking, man, <laughs> I have to do this for myself. I was happy for my friend, but I said, I'm going to treat myself. I am definitely going to treat myself. And so that's really what got me back on the path to tidying. We've had the pleasure of also checking out that minimalism documentary and then inviting Courtney Carver onto our show to talk about her capsule wardrobe. She really designed that whole challenge that sparked this idea of having, you know, roughly 30 pieces of clothing in your closet as your wardrobe. So that was episode 39 of Spark Joy. So for those listeners who are interested in creating something similar to what Kelly and Courtney have created, you can check that one out in our show notes. And of course, we knew exactly who you were talking about when you mentioned those two guys wandering around the countryside. We both are also fans of The Minimalist, but they do certainly present a different way of looking at uh, your relationship with your possessions. They do. They do. And it's just not realistic for me, especially as a mother. <laughs> so... You know, I was inspired to a certain degree, maybe later in life, that will be something to work towards. I mean, I think it's definitely great that they're able to do that. But with the capsule wardrobe, it became so easy. And I started, I wanted to declutter the rest of my home, honestly. And so, like I said, after seeing Kristen and then watching that documentary, I feel like that's what set me up for success. So seeing Kristen in person and in action was really what led you to make that shift over to investing into that guided experience and accountability that, that she has to offer through her virtual program. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Kristen, I believe, actually went to my friend's home. But for myself... I wanted to change so badly that I didn't feel like I necessarily needed to have her here in person with me. I wanted to treat myself to tidying sessions with Kristen, but I felt like I was pretty motivated to, to get it done. And that's the beauty of the virtual tidying lessons. If you are motivated to work in between, to work after we in our call, 
it's the perfect little starter. It's a little blitz where we do some active tidying and we apply Kanmari and then you carry on with the details from there. And then you see me again a couple days or a week later. But before we jump into all of that, I want to make sure to kind of set the stage for our listeners here. So tell us a little bit about your space and the project that you had before you. Well, I wanted to declutter my basement. And my basement was a catch-all space. I am a teacher, a primary teacher, and I had a bunch of children's books from my classroom. I'm not teaching this year. And honestly, I'm not sure if I'm going to go back into the classroom, but I was just holding on to my materials, holding on to toys that belonged to my kids. My parents gave me an extra sofa. I think I had like four or five. So- I mean, it's a ridiculous amount of furniture down in the basement. And it's a fairly sizable basement. And so it was kind of easy to just live with some of that clutter because we still had space to sit down on a sofa and watch TV or something like that. But I just really wanted to clear out that space. I wanted the space to look almost empty. (laughs) (laughs) And it does. It still, it looks great, but it took some serious work. Tell us a little bit about the vision that you had for your ideal lifestyle and your living environment that helped you navigate this process. Okay. Yes. So I was really amazed because our first tidying session was really about going through the joy journal. At first I thought, you know, the joy journal is great. And I have actually purchased several for friends, but there's something special and different about actually going through the joy journal while you are in a virtual tidying session. That's what we did for the first session. We talked a lot about values and my goals. I wanted to declutter my basement because that was kind of like the last part of my house that needed to be decluttered. And I felt like I was having difficulty. I felt overwhelmed. So it was nice to go through and talk about my goals with Kristen. Why did I want to declutter my basement? Because I wanted to free up my mental space to think about other things, honestly. I mean, I I felt like it was always hanging over me like, oh, I need to go through my children's books in the basement or man, my parents gave me their old sofa, but I no longer want it. Ugh, I need to get rid of it. So there was a to-do list around that basement that brought a certain level of weight to my day. <laughs> and so I just felt like I wanted to clear it out once and for all. This was not my first time trying to declutter the basement, but I wanted to make it a habit and really commit to keeping it that way. During this time together, when we were decluttering virtually, were there any moments where you had to make some temporary sacrifices in order to make room for the transformation to occur? Absolutely. Decluttering, it was hard work. Mentally, it almost felt like 
therapy. <laughs> you have to do the work. If you're going to tidy virtually, I think you really have to make that commitment. Show up for yourself. Okay, yes, I'm going to have another meeting with Kristen, but these are the things that I said I would go through. I said I would take some action on these specific items. And I need to go ahead and and follow through with that. That was hard. I mean, you don't always feel like decluttering. And then it can also be emotional. I mean, there were, I was attached to some of my material items. So that also kind of stretched me in a way that I felt was great in terms of questioning the idea of why I'm so attached to material items. It's really like holding a mirror up to yourself. I had many days where I didn't necessarily feel like following through with the plan, (laughs) (laughs) but I did. I really tried to take my time and Kristen, you were able to help me to understand that this is also really a practice in gratitude and respect. And so that includes taking the time to think through each item and to feel whether or not you're experiencing, you know, joy from this item, or if it's something that you're just holding on to. That was challenging because when you think, oh man, 12 hours <laughs> of fighting. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that's like that. If someone said to me, okay, we're going to take 12 hours to tidy. Initially, I might have said something like, well, no, I don't think so. But the reward is just, I mean, my basement looks great. And I really do feel joy when I walk down there. And it's practically empty. You know, it's a very open space. And I love it. And we should also mention how many years you have felt cluttered in either your basement or your whole home to compare to those 12 hours. So how would you answer that question? That's right. Oh, pretty much my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know, when I told my parents that I was going to to be on the podcast, my dad said, well, you would be the perfect person. (laughs) (laughs) Because I have struggled over the years with clutter. I can say it now. I don't have to hold my head down in shame because I did something about it. So you're right, Kristen. That's true. The hours that it took to declutter, there's no comparison really because I have spent years and years collecting stuff and accumulating the artwork from school, the toys, the games. If you're in education, you can just collect so much. All of my teacher friends, we used to talk about, oh, we need to get rid of, you know, I don't know why I'm holding on to this, you know, encyclopedia set or whatever. (laughs) So yeah, it really wasn't a lot of time. That's true. And I think that For a lot of people, when they think of the time that's required for tidying, you know, you mentioned 12 hours, but that's just 12 hours that you were on the computer with Kristen. There were also many, many more hours that you were actually tidying up. But when you compare that to all of the time that you spent accumulating all those things, maybe an hour in the store here or, you know, three hours trying to move stuff around in your home just to make it functional or 
the day that you spend cleaning up for company, all of those things that we did before we got tidy really added up to so much more than the actual time that we need to spend doing our KonMari process. And and I think that in KonMari, a lot of times it's a little easier to, to add up the hours that it takes. But when you compare it to the length of time it takes to get us to where we were when we started, it's really, there's no comparison. Our first session really helped me to confirm that I was doing this for myself. Like I really wanted to make a change. So I almost felt driven to do it. I don't know if it's because we are, you know, in the middle of a pandemic and we're home a lot more, but I just felt like once and for all, I just really wanted to get it done. And virtually was the way to go for me. I don't know if you all have experienced this during the pandemic, but you know how doctors have those televisits. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my daughter needed to see the doctor for something and she's like, okay, let me just take a look at her throat and, you know, and I was amazed because she was able to basically diagnose her through this televisit. And I, I kind of felt the same way with Kristen. Like Kristen's like, okay, show me the basement. <laughs> and <laughs> Kristen was able to tell me, you know, minutes later, okay, well, you know that basket that's over by the door? And so I was like, wow, how is she able to remember that? So tidying virtually was a great experience. It was easier for me to just turn on my computer than it was for, you know, in terms of like setting a time up to meet in person. And it was also easier for me to continue the work, I think, because I was kind of in the moment. And so when you get off of the session, I guess you could always go back to what you were doing, but you're still right there. All you have to do is log off, <laughs> but you're still right there in the middle of your project. So it helped me to kind of keep going. The question, does it spark joy, is a simple one, but not so easy to execute alone. Extend your tidying experience by joining the Spark Joy Club, our online community filled with our clients, fellow listeners, and Kamari enthusiasts ready to support your journey. If you find yourself buried under clothing, stuck on storage, or pointing fingers at untidy housemates or family members, we want to help you finish your tidying journey once and for all. Support the show at the Joy Riser level and receive access to our exclusive virtual community, as well as the Tidy Home Joy Journal, your number one tidying companion. Visit sparkjoypodcast.com and click on Join the Club to get started. And now back to the show. And you definitely were dedicated. Was there any aspect of this experience that you found kind of challenging? Let's see. At first, when Kristen, you talked about the importance of having gratitude before letting go, mm -hmm. that wasn't hard, but that was kind of oddly a foreign concept to me. And so I really appreciated that idea that in suggestion to take time for each item and to actually thank each item before letting go. That wasn't hard, but it was, it felt a little uncomfortable. I felt the first time I actually talked to one of my children's books 
be like, oh, thank you. All about birds. You were a great resource in my kindergarten classroom. It felt a little strange, but then it, it felt so good. <laughs> I really don't, I'm done, you know, like I can go ahead and give that book to someone else without regret or uncertainty. With time, you'll find that you just do it subconsciously. You just say, thank you for your service. Whatever goes into the donation bin or the recycle bin, it just becomes just what you do. It's uh, it's really quite remarkable. You know, one of the things that, that our entire show is built around is this idea that getting organized is really just the first step, that it really impacts so many areas of your life. Can you tell us a little bit about what other areas of your life have been impacted by getting organized? Yes, absolutely. Well, I don't feel as stressed out. I'm able to relax a lot more. I'm able to sit down and read without feeling like, oh, I need to go through and clean up my junk drawer or I don't know, you know, straighten up the basement. Cleaning the house is very easy during this pandemic. This is a time where, you know, many people, we don't necessarily feel like we have a lot of control of much. It's nice to kind of take control of tidying your home and having a a calm, decluttered space where you can just relax. I have started to gain more clarity. Like I didn't really understand what my design taste was. And then I realized like after I had all of this space, like, oh, I like warm minimalism. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I, I had no idea, you know? And so I've been able to even enjoy my plants a lot more. I don't have a lot of stuff around to take up space. So I enjoy the pieces that are out. While I was decluttering, I was able to finally take that big jar of coins to the bank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, and, um, I felt good about that. And then I think spirituality, again, it's, it's really helped me to make that connection between my faith and just practicing gratitude. I feel like it affected all of those areas of my life. Kelly, I think that the impact of decluttering was just so clearly showed up in your day-to-day life and in these major areas of your life pie. When you finished your tidying event, I'm, I'm curious how getting organized impacted your family. They completely enjoyed the process. I was able to share what I learned with my kids. And at one point, you even talked to my daughter about tidying. And she, I mean, she really enjoyed that conversation and was able to go through some of her old items. And, you know, she decided that she was going to declutter. But yeah, we we have more time to just play games together, to watch movies it's stressful with remote learning and having a decluttered space plays a a big role in helping to remain calm throughout this stressful time. And so, yeah, I mean, I feel like they've also kind of learned the life skill of decluttering and, and not holding on to material items, which is very important. And I don't think a lot of younger people are, are really getting that lesson but it's really nice and refreshing 
when children can understand that they don't have to become attached to so many material items. You know, I was teaching them that lesson before, but I wasn't necessarily modeling that lesson by having all of the clutter, you know? So I was able to say to them, don't give too much value to a material item. But then here I am holding on to a, you know, like something that I got from a trip to Disneyland like 15 years ago, you know, so that didn't really spark joy. It was nice for them to be able to watch the process. They were proud of me (laughs) because (laughs) that basement had a little bit of everything, like a broken bicycle, uh, even at one point had like two mattresses. So I was able to clear out the space. They watched the process and understood that it took dedication and work. You are absolutely right. Still tidying, getting organized is left out of the curriculum. It's not something that we're naturally taught in institutions. So it's great that you were able to set this example for your entire household and now are passing along this skill. And it was so lovely to work with your daughter. She was a (laughs) rock star. Once we got started, she was just like, yeah, no, I don't need that anymore. And she, (laughs) she picked up on it immediately. And of course, I love tidying with teenagers. They're just so receptive to this. It's just so great to set them up for that next phase of life that they are preparing for. In your case, both of your kids were adjusting to homeschool as well. So Mm -hmm. that's something else. Treat yourself to a tidying package that will help you to maintain a decluttered environment. But it's, it's also a great gift for teens. Eventually, teenagers will grow up and they'll be able to go off to college or or some are off going off to college now, you know, or actually physically there. But that decluttering, that's a great gift. We're all spending a bit more time at home these days for the health and safety of ourselves, our family and our community. Are you feeling a little too close to your clutter for comfort? Maybe you're buried under stuff in the home office or craft space, or you're trying to carve out dedicated space for work or homeschool in your basement or on your dining room table. Or maybe you've noticed just how much time you're wasting looking for important papers and emails instead of shifting your time, energy, and resources towards the things that truly matter. During quarantine, my number one priority is to get as many people as possible clutter-free and prepared for the other side of this challenging season. If you're regularly asking yourself, where should I put this? Or am I letting go of enough? Or am I even doing this right? As you can Mari, a customized virtual tidying experience may be the perfect next step for you. While stay-at-home ordinances are activated, I'm continuing to offer virtual Kanmari-based active tidying lessons, including a tidy desk special, perfect for those working or learning from home. Visit ForTheLoveOfTidy.com and click Free Consult to discuss the various virtual organizing options available to help you dig out and choose joy once and for all. While speaking of gifts... We've now reached the point in our show when we have to ask, what is sparking the most joy for you at this very moment? 
I am still kind of riding off of the high of decluttering my home. We are about to get a new puppy. Yeah. Yeah. Check on me, please. (laughs) (laughs) A new puppy. And I just feel so good knowing that the house is decluttered. (laughs) You know, like I feel like I'm always every day waking up and just being happy and thankful about my basement area. We also went through photographs and it just feels good. I feel like I really did something nice for myself. And I think knowing that I took time to do something nice for myself, that is also something that my kids are benefiting from. It's sparking joy. I I don't feel as stressed out. I'm enjoying my home a lot more. I'm thinking this will last for a while, actually. (laughs) But, (laughs) But being in just a home that feels very calming, I just always look for reasons to feel really aware and happy about the work that I've done. You know, and every now and then my kids will say, oh, our house feels so good. Wow. (laughs) So, yeah. So that's sparking joy. That's amazing. And someone who is a pet owner, I've been a pet owner now for six years. I will say my dog uh, still gets mistaken as a puppy, has puppy energy, (laughs) puppy tendencies. So still to this day, I have to pick everything up off the floor. The act of decluttering is almost mandatory sometimes before you get a pet, unless you want a majority of your things to be destroyed, especially with that (laughs) nipping behavior that comes with new puppies. So good luck to you, Kelly. I'm so excited. I want to hear and I want to see pictures. I'll be following up with you on that. Thank you. Keep us in your thoughts. Well, to close us out here, I have one last question for you. Do you have any parting words of wisdom for a listener who may be struggling with completing their tidying event or who's uh, on the fence about investing in a Kamari consultant to help them dig out and choose joy? Yeah, I do have some parting words. Tidying can be challenging. It can be uncomfortable, but it's self-care and it's important When you invest in a virtual package, you are really investing in yourself and you have to just remember that. There's a line in the Joy Journal that says that people should treat tidying as a significant life milestone. And I thought about that and it's it's true. It's amazing how much clarity you can gain from decluttering your home. Personally, I think virtual tidying is the way to go. All you have to do is log on and you're right there. And I remember talking to you about this, Kristen, because I was asking you about, you know, like, well, I wonder why wouldn't somebody want to tidy virtually? (laughs) (laughs) We were able to accomplish everything that we set out to accomplish. It's definitely worth it. It's one of the best investments I've made. Well, thank you, Kelly. It was a pleasure helping you even through our screens and getting to know your family. You did an awesome job. You made the commitment. You were dedicated. You worked hard in between and you let go and you kept so many things confidently and you achieved that vision 
of a home that is warm and also minimalist. So congratulations to you, graduate of Tidy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It's a lot of fun. So now we want to hear from you. Tell us your burning tidying questions or share stories about how Kanmari has impacted your life. Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and review the show, which helps us reach others along their tidying journeys. To extend your tidying experience, you can join the Spark Joy Club. Visit sparkjoypodcast.com and click join the club to become a member of the Spark Joy community or join us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope your day sparks joy. Thank you for listening to Spark Joy with your hosts, Kristen Ivey of For the Love of Tidy in Chicago and Karen Sochi of The Serene Home in New York City. Spark Joy, the podcast, is not endorsed by or affiliated with Kamari Media, Inc. The opinions expressed on this episode represent the views of the co-hosts and guests alone and do not represent the corporate position of Kamari Media, Inc. or the Kamari Consultant Community.